Ladies and gentlemen, we got spanked last week by the RBA, so we thought no better opportunity to bring on the expert, Zach from Shaw, to talk about how you can make life a little bit easier for yourself. Stay tuned. Good morning, gentlemen. Now, I like to consider myself quite a savvy person with my money, but it came to my attention over the weekend there is savings to be made, even in the recent rent, uh, rate rises. So we've got Zach on to tell us a little bit more. How are we? Morning, guys. Well, thank you. Yourself? Very good. I love an extra day off. Oh, Long weekend. Hey, Zach, you're looking a bit suave this morning with the, like, podcast, studio, background, hair, glasses, beard. You've got it going on, buddy. Thanks, Mark. I thought I'd turn it on for you, mate. It's a bit of a bit of a hard task to beat you in the range there, mate. It's good for all our lady customers. <laughs> Great for the no views. Comment. Great for the views. <laughs> what are we talking about this morning, guys? But yeah, it's a big one. I was watching. Go ahead. Um, yeah, what's all right, you? We're. Uh, I was watching the news last night, and yeah, it turns out there's um a few Australians that are are going are going without, you know, knowing that there's money to be saved. And I think I'm one of them. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people have obviously uh, seen all the all the hype in the media. And Mark, I know you did a segment last week about. If it breeds, it bleeds. Um, there is a lot of hype about the interest rates and how tough it is for some as they're being passed on through to the banks. So in terms of savings to be made for people with a mortgage, there's definitely definitely avenues to uh, smash the mortgage, so to speak. You know what? I think also there's good posture and bad posture in, um, in finance, in your body, in your, in your work, in that sort of stuff and i think that you could take tuesday as a bit of a blow and i think a lot of people did where they were like shit far out like it just and, and and you can create as a result out of something like that you can sort of work yourself into a hole um, but i think if you take a take the high road and take a position of educating yourself knowing what you can do what what is in what is within your power i think then you can make some really nice chisels some nice inroads to you know um a tough situation um so i think right at the beginning of these rates going up if you could teach us just a couple of one or even just one thing or two things about good financial sort of posture and what we can do in terms of um, a couple of little systems that's going to help people all the way through because it sounds like it's not the last rate rise. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, the banks have passed on preemptively um, before last Tuesday, and there is the schedule for at least Westpac to pass on the other rate rise on the 21st of June. So we'll see some more movement in variable rates. But I guess for people with a mortgage, one of the easiest things to do is look to your, look to your lender and see if you can switch your repayments to a more frequent repayment. Might not change the amount per month, but it will certainly reduce your interest because the interest is calculated on the balance remaining. 
So if you're making fortnightly payments versus monthly repayments, that's an extra repayment a month that's coming off your principal and therefore interest has been calculated on less. So it might only be, you know, 500 bucks over the life of the loan, but it's something to start off with. And I guess from there, you can even look at making additional repayments. Yeah, I love that because some of these tips here are, are not necessarily, um, you know, you've got to earn more to pay off your mortgage quicker. It's small changes that you can make that will just help in the background, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like another thing to consider is that a lot of a lot of mortgages in the last three to four years since the Royal Commission have been stress tested for, you know, additional interest rate on that mortgage. So these people have proven to have the disposable income. So it might just be as simple as curbing your disposable income expenditure, such as having yeah. your coffee at home or, you know, not eating out as much. I think, uh, Mark, you've touched on that previously, which is generally a smarter move. Yeah, I think it's going to be an environment of essential purchases and essential sales only, um, where probably we've gotten a bit fat the last two years um, because the government's been pretty happy to hand out money and to get into debt to keep the wheels turning. But I think, you know, it would just be really irresponsible for that to continue. So I'm actually... I think to tighten the belt a little bit for all of us is probably is probably a better country, and, that, and that's what's sort of happening. Although it makes some people a bit angry or a bit stressed or whatever that is, it's probably a better a better you know thing for our economy. So you're right. Just there are a lot of little pieces of fat that could be trimmed away from what people are doing, and people have bought a lot of stuff in the last year or two that was is just unnecessary. Like I hear of customers and friends and stuff. You think that's that's not essential. So it's back to essential. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there's also a bunch of lenders offering refinance cashback deals. So that could be money in your pocket if you refinance with one of these lenders and you potentially stand to, to see a better interest rate. So that, again, is another opportunity for people. There's a bubble at the moment, people who are fixed for two and three years, which are all coming off their fixed period. And... Uh, looking to refinance, there's definitely a better rate out there than what you'll be rolling onto with your existing lender. And there could be a cashback as well. So extra money in your pocket from uh, talking to someone like me and refinancing. Zach, do you see the, the um, savvy sort of people refinance more frequently than the lost, than the not savvy people? Because I see um, Luke said, Luke's just mentioned right, refinancing is key. You find the clever guys are doing that, guys and girls? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a sweet spot, you know, anywhere from two to ten years, depending on who you're with. But generally there are internal rises that are factored into your loan once you're locked in with the bank. So, you know, if you're fixing for two years and it's a better rate than anywhere else, then once you come off that, the chances are you're going to find a better rate somewhere else. So that's exactly what you know, a lot of the savvy people are doing writing those two years or at least their fixed period and then uh you know coming off and refinancing but again fixed rates at the moment they're starting at 3.69 percent whereas the variable we're seeing at 2.19 so those savvy people are going variable at the moment and they're going to weather the storm and just ride the wave of uh, of the variable because it's still considerably more competitive i've got one for you zach what about um are people making 
one-off payments towards their um, you know mortgage. I read a, a nice little one was obviously end of financial year coming up. Maybe if you've got that little bit of spare money putting in your like, tax return, if you get some against your mortgage. Yeah, well, that's definitely an opportunity depending on the way that you've structured your, your loan facility. Um, variable loans can have uh, an offset account. Some fixed do have a redraw ability and, a, and an offset ability. And by that, I mean, you can make extra repayments against your loan, which does reduce the principal and therefore the interest amount that you're charged. So, I mean, the best case is that you have a 100% offset account, which means that 100% of the money or your savings in that offset account comes off the principal of your mortgage, and then you're only paying interest on that amount after the difference. So if you've got $500,000 and you've got $100,000 in savings, you're only paying on a $400,000 mortgage the interest. Yeah. And um, are you also recommending to clients to pay if they've got the capacity to you know, contribute a little more each month on a regular basis? Look, that that's that, that's for the most frugal and, and the most of the savvy investors. I mean, it comes down to personal preference at the end of the day. If you service, you service and you can make those repayments. Then, you know, if you have a have a personal goal to pay off your mortgage sooner, um, you know, that is obviously the best way to then build more equity in your property so that, you know, any capital gains you're taking the maximum amount. Yeah. Should you pay or if you got like, okay, say you got five grand, should you pay that off the mortgage or should you keep that for a rainy day for your mortgage? You can do both. You can keep it in your offset account and you can, you can access those funds in the event of an unforeseen or a rainy day, but it can also be used effectively to offset interest on that amount of your mortgage. What if you don't have an offset account? So you can you can also have the redraw ability, but again, if you don't have either of those and you don't have the ability to actually make repay extra repayments, then you're going to have to keep it uh, for a rainy day. But I mean, there's other options for savings. ING and Macquarie Bank have put up their savings account rates, I think, above 2% for amounts under $100,000. So that's a great opportunity for people to capitalise on holding money in savings accounts. It's been a so while since we've heard any, any of that sort of stuff. Okay. That's come up a little bit. It it's has. Not all but it, it, are, you, um, are you finding people that don't have offset accounts set up and saying you're crazy or, or is there often a reason? Oh, look, a lot of people do have offset accounts now that I'm seeing, for sure. Um, yeah, in recent times, I haven't seen someone not take on an account with the ability to make extra repayments because everyone wants that flexibility. Yeah. And like Mark said, you can sort of keep that money for a rainy day, right? It's not all exactly tied up. I thought offset was just for the rims on your car. <laughs> Depends what you drive. Shit. All right. Um, ben Cove, what's he got to say? Ben, you're legend refinance after substitution of security or new home loan which negotiates i think that's going to be a, maybe a better rate you got refinance that one after substitution of a security or new home which negotiates a better rate give me a call ben and we'll sort out your scenario oh that's the salesperson right. answer 
there's a plug. Sales a salesperson answer. So a, a refinance after substitution of security or um, new home loan, which negotiates. Which depends negos- what, you, depends what you're looking to do. If you want to substitute that security, and you know, I guess there's been capital growth in a lot of places in the last two years. You can refinance, take some cash out, and again, that'll be that can be used for personal use, investment use. If it's investment use, you probably get a new home loan with your new purchase. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the security and the LVR you're seeking. So higher LVRs and you know, heading into that LMI territory will be different to if you're, say, refinancing on something that you've got significant equity in. Is there any other... Exactly. Any other the savviest of the savviest are doing, but no one else knows about Zach. Things that well, we haven't today. I guess just to touch back on Ben's question, new home loans. The banks love new customers. Um, there's introductory rates floating around at the moment for clients who haven't been with that lender before. Um, again, it's a case by case thing that, that that we'd explore depending on the person's scenario. Okay. How big can those cashbacks be? Oh, it varies between 2000 and I think there was one lender that was at $10,000. I think the average is around three to $4,000 with a lot of the majors, but yeah, there's, there's ones that are up there. That's a whole wow. lot of cash. I could it buy is. a new car with that, Mark. That's amazing. Yeah, so hang on a sec. Do you have to... So that's tax-free, is it? And... It depends on your LVR. There's a bracket. You can't. You, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be going above eighty percent LVR. A lot of them do have triggers for minimum loan amounts and and the actual LVR. That is a lot, eh, Billy? Yeah, that could get me to Hawaii, or that could get me a new car. That's very tempting. <laughs> <laughs> so many options. But um, so, you, I, what's interesting for me though, Zach? You. Is it, are you, am I right in saying that it's not a bad thing to switch banks? It's, it doesn't harm your credibility or, you know, change it up when, when you're not getting the best rate? No, not at all. No harm done. You're total, yeah. total free will to be changing and jumping around to seek what's best for you. There you go. So if you're not getting the best rate, yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Ben says we sold and bought and reduced a home loan by two hundred grand and only have thirty percent LVR. Yeah, see that that's pretty. So a lot of people doing that these days, particularly people that are moving moving a little bit further away from CBDs. Um, a lot of people that have left, um, say for instance, Northern Beaches and have gone to, you know, Newcastle or further up, they've reduced their mortgages by by significant amounts because work allows for it and work didn't allow for it before. Pretty interesting. Yeah, that is um, interesting. Hey, Zach, I've got a question. Um, this is probably a hard one for you to answer to be a diplomat, but how frequent, if you had to name a year without dancing around 5, 10, 12, or whatever, if you could choose a year, a number, how frequent would one have to be to be sharp on their interest rates, to be sharp on their lending, to be sharp on 
everything financially with their mortgage, what would be the number that you, I'll ask it this way, what number would you hit? Would you be refinancing every three years? Would you be refinancing every seven years? What would you do if you were the savvy, of course you are, but, you know, the the savvy lender? When when would you be looking at your rates and doing an overhaul? I'll make sure to bring the crystal ball for the next session, Mark, but I'd say every two years. Wow. Every two years. I didn't expect that. Wow. That's savvy. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, by, by comparison, if you had have asked me the same question two years ago, I probably would have said four because people were able to fix on rates as low as 1.99% for four years, two years yeah. ago. And that yeah. same rate, that same lender is now 5.6% for four years. So it's, yeah. Wow. It's, so um, they sucked him in at 199 and then they, they socked him at 5.5 five or something. Well, no, those people who fixed for four years at 1.99 will be on 1.99 until the end of 2024. But if you were to Man, go through four years to have that crystal ball. Now, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, every couple of years, it's definitely good to, good to talk to uh, your broker and have a look at what's out there. I mean, if you're a business or you've got multiple investment properties, you've probably got a good accountant as well. They should be doing annual reviews to let you know what position you're in as well. So talk to your accountant, talk to your broker every year, every couple of years to make sure you're getting the best deal. And do the banks work on at work if you're refinancing all the time? It takes so much time out of your out of your life. Well, thankfully that is my work, so that's all good. But Zach, do the banks love people that have heaps of money? heaps of investment properties or do they just like the steady investor, someone who's a little bit more safe? Again, it's a case by case. There's people who have a portfolio of investments on, you know, a a very modest salary and they're paying interest only on their loans. So they're not paying any principal. There's probably a certain threshold that most lenders will take of those types of investors, knowing that there's not much principal or if any being paid. Whereas, you know, there's people with money who are using their money to make more money through property um, who, you know, the banks will, will have much more of an appetite for. Well, there you go. Anything else, Mark? Oh, you know what? I, 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 I don't, I, yes, but we're running out of time. What That's about a quick that. weekend recap? Gents, how are the markets? What happened? What, did the fish market? <laughs> yeah, well, if the you fish went to the fish market, were pumping. They were <laughs> pumping. They went crazy. My daughter was there, bought a great um, a great meal, ate like a queen with uh, a friend of hers and um, spent $60 and ate really, really well fish markets. What did you get up to? Good stuff. Uh, just a bit of bit of admin around the house and a couple of surfs, Mark. Enjoyed the sunny weather. How we about you, Bill? My highlight was um, season six Peaky Blinders and back-to-back episodes of Love Island, guys. 
four of them in a row. Mate, yeah. you're going to get a nomination from me for that next season for sure. Yeah, a couple of the boys would back me, they reckon. I said, like, you know, you go up, well, you go up against a few, like, good-looking roosters, right? But even if you get last place, I mean, all the girls are stunning. So it's a win-win in my opinion. That's it. Who were the winners over the weekend in the real estate world, guys? Did you have a good one <laughs> on the Saturday? What was the long weekend like? Yeah, big numbers, actually. Yeah, yeah, the numbers numbers are back. Um, and again, it's it's the essential purchases and the essential sales that's happening, and there's plenty of those. Um, so yeah, people are, people are. Um, I, I think the uncertainty is left. People they're not they're not teetering left or right. They just they know the government. They know the rates are going up. Let's get on with it. It's. But that uncertainty period of a couple of weeks ago, everyone was like, ah, 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 I'll wait. But it's, yeah, it's pretty solid now. Yeah, cool. That's good. That's, rough. That's the show, guys. That's, rough, baby. That's it. Have a um, have a great have a great week. Short week. Have a great week, everyone. You too, gentlemen. And Zach, thank you for coming on. We um, we'd love to get um, you on again. I'll be back whenever you need me. See you in a couple of weeks. Are you are you are you like the most attractive broker on the northern beaches? Oh, that'd be that'd be a self assessment for sure. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can run a vote for the ladies next time we come on. <laughs> I like the idea of that. That's great. Two miles and a half, Mark. I'll let her know what her vote is. <laughs> Actually, you know, sure, sure, financial is is full of um is full of um. Like, it's like a, a it's it's a bit like a modeling agency for brokers as well isn't it? much like the novak agency yeah yeah just attract good looking people but um on a on a serious note um well done to you guys i um and and part of um just so for anyone who's watching who doesn't know um the four no, four sure financial guys have been um have had a stellar a stellar rise in their business from starting their business um relatively short time ago to now and and full of a bunch of um super smart people and um if you are keen look these guys up and we love um zach because he's a good bloke and he's also from dy as well so anyone who needs that needs his assistance on northern beaches you're the man reach out guys i'm here thank you mark See everyone. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Have a good Thanks, week. Thanks, Billy Boy, Billy Bob. Bye bye.